Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. My name is Gwen Reyes. And I'm Danielle Jackson-Dresser. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. 2022 is finally wrapping up, and we're here to exchange gifts and talk about our entertainment favorites from the past year. We also go over our goals from last episode, set new ones, and share what's been bringing us comfort lately. Yay! All right. So, Danielle, yeah. how are you feeling? You um, have, and Our view- viewers, our listeners can't tell right now, but yeah. you have a new look to you today that is just I mean, I just went a little bit, not a little bit. I went, I went very short. I cut my hair over the summer and I was like, we may as well just keep going. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, yeah, it's very short, but it's nice. I literally, I just like wake up and Mm -hmm. kind of pat it down and I'm done. This happened on Thursday and it's Sunday. So it's still like kind of looks nice. (laughs) <laughs> we'll see next week how it looks because uh, I'll be on my own. I'll be on my own. I won't have someone doing it for me. But yeah, that's really, I mean, it's what we're recording. It's exactly one week before Christmas. Christmas. Also mm-hmm. my cousin Adrian's birthday. Happy birthday, Adrian. Happy um, birthday, Adrian. I know she's a Christmas baby. <laughs> <laughs> also one of my neighbors, I just found out her birthday is December 27th. And she says she thinks it's worse having her birthday on the 27th rather than on Christmas because everyone still just like wraps everything together. You know, it's still like, Mm -hmm. Oh, birthday and Christmas at the same time. We think we're, we're ready. We just, it's like, please stop buying things. Yeah. You don't need (laughs) to buy more things. Um, and, and yeah, so now it's just like waiting. Ivy only has school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then she is off, um, until the new year basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it should be fun. Is it, um, I saw it was snowing in Chicago a little yeah. earlier this past week. Is it planned? Mm-hmm. Is there expectations for snow? On Christmas I believe too? it is supposed to snow on Thursday. Nice. So yeah, like hopefully that actually happens. Cause it would be really nice for Cause on Thursday we don't have school. We don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if it snows on Wednesday, it's going to be really annoying. There's like a, I mean, it's not even an inch. I can still see the grass, but I mean, it is definitely like snow there is snow um and yeah I know so maybe it will be a white Christmas we'll see it had we haven't had one in a while so yeah does it snow it snows in Seattle it does snow in Seattle we've had a lot of snow this year it's usually not common it's not a com like we got all your snow (laughs) yeah right totally Mm -hmm. like usually through the past because we have like skiing and stuff a Mm -hmm. little um west of or east of us but um, where we are near the water, like there's not, it's not common for there to be a lot of snow and definitely not common for it to stick. And then last yeah. Christmas, we were just looking at this the other night, la- the day after Christmas last year or this year, mm-hmm. yeah, last year, mm-hmm. it snowed and it snowed yeah. all day and it was beautiful. And yeah, I was like insane. setting my expectations for Christmases in Seattle ever since. Where we are in Bellevue, the, it's very funny, like um, the Seattle energy against Bellevue is very like, oh, well, Bellevue's very bougie and, but it, when it snows, it looks like a Christmas card because oh, like, the it. trees are here and it's just very beautiful. So it's like, yeah. well, even though it looks beautiful in Bellevue for Christmas, it's still Bellevue. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you know, I was just going to say one, but like once it does snow, if it does snow, it is then supposed to be so cold. Yeah. It's supposed to be like nine degrees on Christmas Eve or something. And I was oh. just like, we are going to my in-laws on Christmas Eve. And I'm just like, oh gosh, we have to be in a car. <laughs> <laughs> 
in the cold. In the cold. <laughs> I just want to stay home. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. You can bring a blanket. Bring a blanket. Yeah. Blanket. All the carriage socks. blanket. All yeah. Socks. All the socks. Socks awesome. are so okay. important for cold weather. I'm not a big sock person and I had to embrace socks when we had mm-hmm. the big freeze in Dallas, in Texas a couple of years ago. Oh my gosh. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Never yep. That again. was wild. <laughs> so with all of this excitement, what was one thing yeah. that you achieved last week? I mean, staying on theme since we're just talking about Christmas, mm-hmm. I, all of my Christmas shopping is done. Have I wrapped everything? No. But everything has been purchased. Almost everything is here. I'm waiting on like a few more shipments because, you know, I was like, you know, I wasn't shopping necessarily at just Amazon or like, I mean, I did. And I also went to like Target and Walmart and all the, you know, in the mall and everything. But I did order a few things that I, you know, were shipped like USPS. And I'm just like, are they going to get here? Okay. I think they are. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure everything will get here, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, like I said, my achievement is that everything is bought. Everything, almost everything has a tracking number. Awesome. <laughs> oh, it should be here. Not just the label has been printed, but an actual tracking yeah. number. That's very important. <laughs> right. But then, but you know, like, like I was saying, like Ivy is going to be in school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So I was like, man, I, that's when I have to wrap gifts. Cause like, yeah. she won't be here. Like I really, I really, I need to like put it officially on my to-do list. I think mm-hmm. tomorrow we'll see though. What is your achievement, Gwen? So my achievement is just that we have been enjoying the Christmas spirit and we went to a Christmas market yesterday, mm-hmm. which was super fun. We actually went to two. Um, it was what? raining and snowing in the, during the day yesterday. Um, but we took, we took Aria over to Kirkland because <gasps> oh, I was like, oh, they're going to have little picture photo booths with Santa and like, you know, little photo opportunities and like little, and some local vendors and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Well, it was a very sad little market. Like, oh it, no, it was real sad. We got there. <laughs> we went to a store so that we at least were <laughs> buying something from the shops there, but I was yeah. like, oh, this is, this is sad. Like there was oh, maybe, no maybe 10 tents total in this whole oh world. no yeah so yeah, yeah it was it was sad so then we're going to this one at nighttime a night market with some of uh cliff's co-workers and, uh, mm-hmm. and our friends and stuff and and i'm like thinking this whole time i'm like okay is this going to be another just it was very yeah. cheap too it was 25 bucks for two dr- for admission and two drinks and like you know oh just, wow yeah. yeah i was like that's very affordable that's very cheap um and you got a tote bag love a tote bag fun and we, we arrive and it is huge and packed and like exactly yeah. what we needed. Like it was food trucks and there was like fabulous. These, there maybe a hundred vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, there was drinks. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. There were like people mm-hmm. yelling, screaming or like doing singing. So it was just, oh uh, cute. Yeah, it was really, really fun. It was all adults. So there was nobody under 21 allowed. Oh, that's so, really ideal. Yeah. It was really <laughs> nice. And you could just like walk around with your drink or your food if you yeah. wanted to. And um, yeah, it was just really fun. I ended up getting, oh, I've been on the hunt for cloth napkins to like mm-hmm. replace paper towels yeah. or, and just like for like desserts and stuff that I just mm-hmm. don't want to have a whole napkin for. So I found this vendor, this lady who makes really nice homemade paper or um, Beautiful. cloth napkins that are yeah. like the size of paper towels and then also cocktail napkin size Cute. that had little foxes on them. And I was like, yes, I'll be back. That's adorable. 
So my achievement was going, getting out of my house and going to a market and leaving Aria for three and a half hours. And she Mm. was fine. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's always nerve wracking. Like with with not a new pet, but just a pet who necessarily, who is not necessarily used to being alone. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yep. So it's any opportunity that we have to like leave her for an extended period is good, Mm -hmm. but then also be like, okay, we got to get home. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good though that you know you can at least. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Do you think she just sleeps or just like no. chills out? No, she gets in the stuff. Yeah, she so she's in a crate. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, okay. And that's the thing too, is I feel like I kind of would like to get to the point where she could be free range and I feel like yeah. she wouldn't be as destructive if mm-hmm. she was. Because all of her destruction that she's done has been when she was in the crate, like pulling things through it. Oh. And so now she's got like a whole, like a big plastic, complete one piece crate that she cannot like destroy. Mm-hmm. I wonder if eventually we can listen eventually just be in the living room. That's like the goal. Maybe just when she gets like, ouch. yeah, when she like calms down a bit mm-hmm. and just chills out. But yeah, <laughs> as we're learning more and more about what potential breed she is, apparently they yeah. are anxious and do not like to be around away from their owners. So Aww, just figuring out yeah. the best way to deal with uh, a Velcro dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That's well, good. good, 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 good. I think we are ready for this holiday. Yes. Yeah. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> ready for a break. Looking forward to massage. It's all wonderful. So fun. Yes. Okay. Let's move into favorites our favorites of the year I like to like put it up as favorites and not like best of I agree yeah because it's so subjective and also especially like the lists that come out they're all like the same stuff um, I know but I mean I'm like looking at our stuff I'm just going through it's like I think we've talked about most of these things mm-hmm. on the podcast so this should go well relatively <laughs> These should all be familiar options to you guys. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay. So, but yeah, I thought we could start off by just giving our kind of general overall thoughts on the media of this year. And maybe even I'm looking also at our answers and I'm just like about how we consumed Uh media this year, which I think is ever evolving. So yeah, Gwen, I'm obsessed with your answer. Please elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So because I have made this transition in the last couple of years from being like a full time Mm -hmm. film and television critic who was watching like, you know, six to seven movies and TV shows pilots every single week. Yeah. You know, I it would be this. I would have to keep spreadsheets of everything I was yeah. watching and what I thought of it. And, and I, you know, I love that. And I, and I love talking about shows and I love like yeah. just discovering new things, but this last year it's been, I've just been embracing and being okay with being behind and yes. like rediscovering things or finding something a little bit later, not being one of those people that's like, Oh, that new movie on Netflix, um, enemy. And I'm like, no, that's not a new Netflix movie. That's like a very old movie that just got released on Netflix. Like know the difference people. And then I have to be okay with being a a normal that doesn't need to know all that information. Um, but just like, you know, being okay with that. And that doesn't, you know, means that you can't always watch everything and you can't always consume everything. And, and I love that the amount of content continues to grow. And I think it's so important because there is nothing worse than like turning on your streamer and you can't find anything that you want to watch. Yes. Um, and so like the the breadth of new content is incredibly important. And it's also incredibly important to have people out there that are sussing through it and going through it so that um, the uh, average viewer doesn't have to like 
waste their time. Cause a lot of the stuff too, is just kind of time wasteful. Yeah. Um, but I've just been like trying to be more mindful of my selections or skipping mm-hmm. things altogether. If I like, that's not interesting to me. Yeah. Like, don't need to watch it just because everybody else I know has watched it or mm-hmm. don't need to read it just because everybody else I know has read it. Um, and that's been like really freeing, but then of mm-hmm. course, like who knows in a year I might be like, okay, now I'm ready to watch blah, 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 you know, whatever. I know. I mean, the FOMO is really real. There is so much content and it is spread out across so many different things. Yep. Like the other day, I don't even remember what I saw, but I was like, do I need a Paramount Plus subscription? And I was like, <laughs> no, you don't. You have so many. You're just going to have to let it go. And so yeah. like, I agree, but like, I love that being okay with being behind um, is like a powerful thing to embrace, yes. <laughs> especially as people who do talk about pop culture and do like cover it. It is. Yeah. You, I think you just have to be okay with it. And also, but I think we do a really good job of like pointing to other podcasts and like, or like articles and stuff. Like we tell people all the time constantly. I'm just like, Oh yeah, I read this article. And then I'm like, um, I was at a party last night and like, I can't remember how many times I was like on my phone be like, wait, I'm going to send you this article Mm -hmm. and, or like, or so-and-so did a really great review of like, or like a breakdown of the Barbie trailer, which everyone should watch. It's amazing. (laughs) So good. Um, Can't wait. (laughs) I know. That'll be on our list next year. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) Even if it's bad, we're going to talk about it, which it won't be, but yeah, I really love that. I mean, I feel like, so I'm going to piggyback kind of almost everything you said, but And going a little bit further, I think this is the year I realized that I'm not the target audience Mm -hmm. for media consumption. Like I am still within that, that grouping of like the most desirable viewer, which is like, I think it's like 18 to like 44 or something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like holding on to it. (laughs) Of like college educated women, you know, like who consume media. I'm still in there, but I also am like, no, this is not for me. Like I will, I can watch it and I will enjoy it, but I will also be like, oh, where are your parents? (laughs) You know, or like whatever. Start identifying with people out that are like, wait, why are you doing this? This is a bad idea. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So that's not talk to each other. (laughs) Right. And I also am like, but this is not a bad thing. And I put in the, in a row line, it just means I'm old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, and that's been really interesting to think like, oh no, they're created, like the things that are being created are awesome and very cool, but they are not for me. Yeah. Which is like kind of an existential crisis, but it's I know not. I was like, it's great, but I hate it. <laughs> right. It's like, cool. Yeah. I recognize this. I embrace it. I accept it, but also I'm going to go cry in the corner about it. It's fine. (laughs) Totally fine. I'm going to go watch Empire Records and think about this for a while. Okay. (laughs) I was just talking about Empire Records and just being like, that is such a good movie. Why have they not made a television show of Empire Records yet? Like that would be great. So good. Yeah. They could do a record store at this point now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's move into some actual faves. Yeah, let's do it. So we're gonna start with TV mm-hmm. and we both put the bear. I don't our first one, is which is so surpri- funny. Yeah. This is not surprising. <laughs> we love the bear. We love Carmi. Um, well, this is a wait. great example of a show like Sorry to interrupt, but it's like, this is so great to the whole thing of like, there's so much content and so much. Yes. That show came out in the summertime and it has still been 
forefront of our minds. We still talk about it all the time. And yeah. it's like, to me, it was so worth not like wasting my like, quote unquote, wasting my time with other shows because I yeah. just, like really enjoyed that one. And it stayed yep. with me for so long. For sure. Oh, and we both put Abbott Elementary, which like, yeah. if you haven't watched it, like do yourself a favor and watch Abbott Elementary. I was listening to something, maybe Pop Culture Happy Hour, and they were saying that like only like a couple of episodes actually aired in 2021. It was like a late mm-hmm. year edition. And so most of it did come out this year. It really is a 2022 show. And I was yeah. like, that is mind blowing because I feel like it is such a part of the culture at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> um, okay. And then a couple more for me, I put Heartstopper on Netflix. Mm. And Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus. And these are two shows that are definitely not for me. Like they are not, they were not made for me in mind, but they are delightful and wonderful. Heartstopper is about two queer boys, like kind of having their first real relation, like high school relationships. It's set in the UK. They are so adorable and Mm -hmm. just so cute and so lovely. I cannot wait for this next season. It's based on a webtoon that is now also in graphic novels and they are just excellent. Like I highly recommend them by Alice Oseman and she also writes for the show. So that's great. Um, Ms. Marvel, of course, is an adaptation of the comic book about a young Muslim woman who is like trying to grow up in New Jersey and then she gets superpowers that are similar but different to Captain Marvel who is her favorite Marvel superhero it's really really endearing and lovely um my eight-year-old watched it and was like obsessed too when we read the graphic (laughs) novels you know like it was whole it was great and then a couple of like older shows but that had really good seasons this year Mm. was My Brilliant Friend on HBO Max which is the adaptation of the Elena Ferrante Neapolitan novels This one was, oh gosh, I can't remember which book. It's the third book and I can't remember what it's called, but this book is, I think, and this is not what most people say, but of the four Neapolitan novels, the third book is my favorite book. And I think the reason why is because in the third book, they are like our age. They're like in their mid to late thirties. And it's very relatable because I remember my mom, like did not like the third book and I was like no it's the best one and she's like no I don't think so you know it was very funny divided the family (laughs) yeah and it's one of I mean it it is in Italian like it is made in Italy like in Naples and but it's so worth it it is so beautiful beautiful it is like one of the most beautiful shows on TV right now and then the two actresses who play the main characters are just captivating they don't need it's like one of those shows where sometimes it's just like people staring at each other and you're Mm -hmm. just like oh my god you just like said like an entire scene of dialogue without saying anything like that is how good these actresses are they're amazing incredible and then of course on pbs miss scarlet and the duke just had its i think its second season went up this show is like the push and pull of like a friends to sort of enemies to lovers almost lovers like this is the slowest slow burn show of all time but like (laughs) the tension is there like I anyone who wants to write historical romance needs to watch Miss Scarlet and the Duke because it is like a craft lesson on 
push and pull, like slow burn, like sexual tension without, I mean, it's on PBS. There's zero sex. And, but what's great is that the third season is starting in like January. It's like January or February. It comes back. Like they filmed them back to back. And I believe there's another, there's a fourth season, but that'll be a little bit later. So yeah. So that's my TV. My husband was making fun of me because he's like, but yeah, but all you do is just rewatch Downton Abbey. And I was like, you're right. That's why I don't have that many shows on here. <laughs> that would be like, if it was honesty time, like, well, I rewatched The Office. I know. <laughs> no, no. And you know what it is? Is Downton Abbey is a show that I can, it's like, it's like, instead of music, it's like my editing background. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm revising or do I'm going through copy edits and that is what I have on, on the background. It's like comforting. <laughs> so anyway, but he was like, all you watch is Downton Abbey. And I was like, leave me alone. Leave me alone, Zach. No one, <laughs> no one asked you. I know. Right. It's like, what are you watching? A car YouTube video? Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can like hear it. That's what he's watching right now. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's talk about your TV. <laughs> I love it. Well, I was going to say, I think my problem with my brilliant friend has always been that as lush and beautiful as it is, there's not enough murder in it. So if you want, yeah, if you want true. the lush Italian oh, yeah. countryside oh, and water, you have to watch the white Lotus. You have to. Oh, <laughs> I drink the, this is, I love this show so much because like, I'm not going to say it's a good show because it, it really, there are so many things that make me mad about it and so many yeah. things that are never wrapped. And I know that that's not the point. I know that the point of it is a character show mm-hmm. and that it's really just this literal slice of life and all these terrible people go back to their terrible lives outside of it. And it's just this little snapshot, Yeah, but it's still like, I have this push and pull of like love and hate and still have to watch every single freaking episode. Yeah. And this past season was very fun. The whole theme of it was sex. So it was very, very HBO sexy, but then it mm-hmm. also was zany because Jennifer Coolidge was in oh it. Gosh. Um, and she's wonderful. So, uh, I, and it just, the season finale just happened is pretty fresh, pretty fresh for yeah. me still a week ago. Yeah. And, um, I'm still dealing with what I saw and what happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what we're mm-hmm. going to get next season, but it was, it's really good. And it's also just so beautiful. Like they clearly yeah. spend so much of their budget on their location. So again, if you want to take a vacation with your eyes, or highly yeah, that's a great recommendation. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the opposite side of that, I got back into The Handmaid's Tale this oh, year. Oh, why? Why did you do that to I was really, I, I have this really bad habit of like, when I'm really sad and depressed or stressed out, I like mm-hmm. to watch really terrible, like just really depressing stuff. And apparently this year's was The Handmaid's Tale. There was one year it was The Succession. I was doing, I was mainlining Succession <laughs> and Euphoria. So oh, my brain gosh. was in a real yeah. twisty place, but you know, I was dealing with yeah. it. <laughs> But um, The Handmaid's Tale this past season was really interesting because they're out of Gilead and Mm -hmm. um, dealing with like modernization versus having to go back to get the people that they they love there. Um, And again, it's just such a beautiful show. So well done. So cold. And um, I never understand what Elizabeth Moss's motivation is for anything, but I will follow her to the end of the earth. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A new... uh, Newer entree into this was Harry and the Harry and Meghan documentary on Netflix. I just finished watching that on Friday and it was 
so good. It's definitely one of those things that if you are if you're already a fan of Harry and Meghan, you're going to mm-hmm. love it. You're already going to know a lot of the stuff in it. But it's just that opportunity to get to see their behind, getting to see like their photos from their own private collection, yeah, videos true. from that, and they have been documenting their relationship since they first met. So they have mm-hmm. a lot of these like videos of each other, which are really really sweet. Um, mm-hmm. And the in, the people they had in it were really great interviews. Um, mm-hmm. I just also really really love them. So it was yeah. really fun to just spend six hours <laughs> enjoying yeah. their love story. Seriously. Um, this past season of Rick and Morty was also a standout, mm. but I'm just thankful for any Rick and Morty season that I can get. <laughs> um, but it, this show, I think that one of the big themes of, of media for this whole year, and it's something we can probably talk about, is still g- exploring generational trauma um, mm, and how okay. that affects you know the kids in their lives. And I think that Rick and Morty is one of those shows that has been dealing that with, with that for many, many seasons. But this was one where like, multiples of his generations had to come together and uh deal with the outcome the the fallout of what rick had done so those are cool things um hacks was another one i loved hacks with uh gene smart and then bad sisters i don't know if we talked about this one we might have talked about it you mentioned it yes and it's on alec i do i do have like a weird I don't know where it is I usually have a post-it note I'm like watch this um (laughs) and it's on my list it's definitely there yeah this is a really great one another just beautiful sweeping show it takes place in Ireland but it is about um four sisters one of whose brother or one of whose husbands has been killed and every single person that knows this man could be a suspect so it's just a fun little murder mystery but it is absolutely beautiful and it's so funny it's very dark and very funny I loved yellow jackets I was a had kind of forgot about that show, even though I loved it so much because it was that it was last January, February. Yeah. Wednesday was great on Netflix and mm-hmm. the dropout and we crashed were two of my other favorites from this past year. Yeah. Was that was Jared Leto, right? And that was Jared Anne Leto Hathaway. and Anne Hathaway. And they were ridiculous, but very funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Out of all of those, I think out of like all of those little tech startup bro ones, that was our, that was my favorite. Mm, That's cool. Just because it was ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Totally. Okay. <laughs> Let's move into movies, yes, which absolutely. I was like, I don't watch movies unless it's in Kanto um, <laughs> <laughs> or one of the, or turning red, which was one that's on both of our lists. Mm-hmm. I mean, my daughter is obsessed with turning red. Um, which I was also like, I was like, was that really this year? Um, mm-hmm. I think it was like February, was January, February. No, it wasn't. No, was it? I think no, it was last no, no. year. I think yeah, it was like okay, the I'm end sorry. of 2021. But I mean, it's still, a, I mean, you couldn't even turn on the radio without hearing, mm-hmm. you know, talk about Bruno. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Turning Red was just delightful. I think for us to that one, I mean, it's like set when we were kind of that age. I mean, it was like what, 2000 or like early two or like late 90s or early 2000s? I think, I yeah, think? I think it's somewhere like that 99 and like, to 20, 2002. Oh, yeah, the boy band craze and <laughs> just, it. yeah, Ivy really loved it. And then, you know, and then just like you have this cute panda, um, mm-hmm. giant, but very cute but red very panda. Cute. I talked about Wakanda Forever a couple of episodes ago. It was just great. I'm really excited about the recognition that Angela Bassett is getting. But I was at, when I got my haircut at my hair salon, um, we were all like, and you know, I, I go to a black hair salon and all, we were all just like, is this really the, like, I mean, she's great. She was awesome. She was amazing. She commands every scene, but like, mm-hmm. 
is she really going to win for Wakanda forever over like what's love got to do with it or even like what Mm -hmm. waiting to exhale and so I I was like yes but you know sometimes the Oscars like to give it's like a cumulative Oscar like for like kind of her body of work I mean but to be fair though she in every scene she's in in Wakanda forever I mean that is the only person you want to talk to and look at you know like always um, and yes, exactly. Also, Angela Bassett, <laughs> just give her an award for existing. And then the other movie I want to talk just briefly talk about is Catherine called Birdie. It was on Amazon Prime. Um, this is surprisingly Alina Dunham directorial <laughs> and written movie, but it was really great. It was really, I mean, I loved the book Catherine called Birdie mm-hmm, when I was in like middle school and the spirit of it is there. I she they did make some changes to the story because you know just because it's a modern audience but I really liked it it was very fun and you know you were like you like related to this girl in the medieval times it was Mm -hmm. it was pretty great so yeah so those are my three my three movies I watched other movies and you know but they were mostly like animated movies (laughs) that my daughter wanted to watch and I was probably on my phone so (laughs) Let's talk about your movies. Relatable though, really, honestly. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, never really paying yeah. attention. So uh yes, we both had Turning Red on mm-hmm. ours. And I think another film that is like a nice companion film to that is Everything Everywhere All at Once, mm-hmm. um, which was by the Daniels and mm-hmm. stars Michelle Yeoh. And it was so good. We just watched it a couple of weeks ago and um like it's a it's completely about generational trauma and, mm-hmm. and the inability to stand up to your father and also to your daughter. And and yeah, it was just really beautiful and great. And also just the action in it is the scenes are really cool. So I'm looking forward to seeing more from those directors. Uh, Yeah. We're going to watch that. My husband's off the between like the week between Christmas and New Year's. And I think we're going to watch it then because we we both really want to see it. I cried a lot. So be ready in case <laughs> okay. you get a little yeah. sensitive. I got real sad oh, at the end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. Like, oh. I also staying in my Royals theme. I watched the HBO max uh, documentary called the princess, which is all mm. it's a new documentary about princess Diana. Um, but it is all just footage of her. So wow. there's like no interviews or anything in it. It's just completely using her um her own interviews that she has done or paparazzi footage or um her own like uh interview or her dialogue so that it's able to carry it from there which I thought was really really interesting way of doing it versus kind of the talking head interviews Mm -hmm. it's very beautiful and it and it goes from like it's a timeline version so it goes from like her birth all the way to her death and and really quickly which was a nice which was a nice pairing with the crown because I was watching the crown so it was all kind of together in that way um, another one for horror fans. I loved Barbarian, which mm-hmm. is Justin Long's. He's just like such a great final girl. <laughs> we find <laughs> Justin to be a good final girl. Um, but this one is a uh, a woman goes to an Airbnb that has another renter there, mm-hmm. and uh, ends up that the house has a, a demon living in it, and so they have to fight the demon. <laughs> wild but it's owned the home is owned by justin long and so okay yeah he's just a little a little jerk but he's great at that role so (laughs) it was great it's very funny but it's very dark and i loved it and then i also would like to have a shout out to folks who may be interested in wasting their time um or energy (laughs) or stressing themselves out with the new uh with the new colin farrell and brandon gleason film so i'm not i'm definitely not recommending banshees of wow people like like this movie it is beautiful it yeah. is really stressful, which I I love. I love a good because it's yeah. all about like 
two friends who are no, who no longer want to be friends anymore and oh. how you deal with breaking up when one person wants to break up and the other yeah. one doesn't. Um, but yeah, it just was, it just kind of left me at the end, very unsatisfied mm. and very just like, that's it. Like, oh, mm. and I kind of tend to find that with this director, with his other films, like in Bruges was like that. He yeah. also did seven psychopaths and, um, eight, three billboards over Ebbing, Missouri. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like great ideas, really beautiful landscape in Ireland. Um, Colin Farrell's <laughs> wonderful. I love him so much. Yeah. But uh, it was, I just can't recommend He's it. getting a lot of Oscar buzz. He was great. And like, I, or like awards, awards buzz, not just Oscars, but yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Don't waste your time, everybody. <laughs> or do, you know, whatever. It's only two hours. Yeah. You'll be fine. Right, 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 right. Very fast. <laughs> quick movie. <laughs> okay. Now let's move into books. I have a long list, but I think I have talked about almost every single one of these books, except for like too. So I'm just going to run through them really yeah, quickly. But Camilla Knows Best by Farrah Heron is an Emma retelling. Camilla is the Emma character and she hosts like these wonderful Bollywood night parties. So if you love food descriptions and you love like Indian food, like get ready. But it, it it's one of those retelling. I love an Austin retelling and I have another one on my list too, that where they hit the major beats, but there's a twist. And yeah. that is what I think makes a great like Austin retell or Emma update, like kind of more of an update, not, yes, not necessarily retelling. retelling. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that is delightful. Um, friend of the pod, Angelina M. Lopez released after hours on Milagro street. Um, this is a book that I think like when it came out, like we had, we, our books came out like a week apart. And I think when this book came out, it just kind of got like not lost, but like, you know, like it was like, mm. okay, it's out. But now it is showing up on all of these end of the year lists. And I'm just so excited. She is like a very dear friend of mine. I, I guess love I should that. say that, but like it's showing and she 100% deserves it. Mm-hmm. Like she is such like a supporter of the genre of romance um, and personally of me. So <laughs> I know who to talk to when I need like, advice. Yeah. And we're <laughs> huge fans of her. Um, yeah. So yeah. After hours on Milagro street is like, it's a, it's set at like a bar and it's kind of grumpy. So it's more opposites attract. They're actually both pretty grumpy. It's also <laughs> sexy, like from like the third page. It's like chapter one. Mm. They are already going at it and it's great. One fiction book that I read this year is Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. It was on, it was like a Jenna pick on the Today Show. Um, And it's about an older woman who is retired. Her husband has just passed away and she's like in her seventies and she's bored out of her mind. And so she starts cleaning a very small, aquarium actually in like Washington state. I can't remember exactly where, but anyway, and she kind of makes friends with an octopus, um, who is like always getting out of his cage and, Mm -hmm. or his, not his cage, his, his, his English enclosure, his tank. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. His tank. And cause I was like, well, he's not a fish. That's why I was like, it's not a fish tank, but I guess it is one anyway. And so she like befriends him. And what is so awesome is that there are little, not even quite full chapters, but like almost like little interstitials interludes that are from the octopus's perspective. His oh, name is so Marcel. Cool. He's absolutely amazing. Um, because a lot of scientists say like octopus are probably are like much closer to like the conscious level of humans than almost anyone realizes they are very smart. And 
they're like thing. I'm not going to spoil it, but they're like are things in the book that the octopus knows before like the humans he sees knows, and he just knows from like how they smell or like how just like he like at one point he like finds an object and I do have to be vague he finds that he gets out of his cage he finds this object and he can touch it and he's like oh well this is from x amount of years ago makes sense because that's where she was x amount of years ago and that's where this other person was you know like Mm -hmm. there are all these things that I'm just like oh my god but he was and he was so dry and so funny like because he it was just so straightforward it was great it was so good it was a really good book it is not I will say also I should say I know Shelby like she's in the Illinois area like Anderson's had events with her like she's great um but it's so it's not like it's not like this hard hitting like I don't I'm not gonna say it's not deep because it is it really does make you think about things but it, it is kind of like a lighter book but that tackles some difficult things, but in a really approachable, accessible way. Like if you are, if you have someone who like loves like book club fiction, this This is is the book. This is, that sounds like like it. Every book club should read this book. It's really, it's a great book to get people talking. Um, okay. And then some more romance is fake it till you bake it by Jamie Wesley. This is the book about an NFL player who starts a cupcake bakery because Mm -hmm. why not? like with two of his teammates and then the um like disgraced reality tv star that like gets a job there to clean up her image and they have to fake date it makes sense really it does <laughs> um it's great uh stirring up love by chandra bloomberg this is the book that i told everyone to read because the main character is a messy chef like carmy so if you want carmy vibes read stirring up love by chandra bloomberg also i know her she's really nice she's in she's one of my critique partners um pride and protest is my second austin retelling it's by nikki payne another disclosure we share a publisher we are in various writers group like online writers groups together but this book is so funny it is so funny it is just like who she updates like to be mr bennett is perfect her mary counterpart is perfect mr collins perfect is perfect like it's just all of it is pitch perfect like you want a book that somehow combines an Austin retelling that hits the major beats also includes like part like party corporate parties that are actually they Ooh. sound fun yeah. um and like activism and gentrification and like the changing landscape of Washington DC in politics and beyond like it is all of those things i will say my cousin who is a lobbyist i was like i have a book for you um and I get, and I told her and she texted me and she was just like, yeah, you were right. This was exactly it. In fact, my cousin who's, whose birthday is on Christmas, Adrian. And I was, I've been telling her for years, you need to read romance. It will make your life better. You are a lobbyist. You need something fun and light and mm-hmm. not hard hitting and from the ripped from the headlines. And she finally this year has come around. So welcome. Yeah. And then two graphic novels that I really loved. The first is My Aunt is a Monster by Raimina Yi. This is a middle grade um, book. It is about a young girl whose parents pass away, like not on page, like off page. And so she has to go live with her uh, her mysterious aunt who she's only heard of. Her aunt was like an adventurer. Cool. Um, and she's also blind, which is a whole like a plot point because she can't see her aunt but she loves her aunt she's amazing she embraces her and she takes her on like a cruise ship to like go travel kind of kind of travel the world and on this cruise ship she kind of discovers that her aunt is 
actually a monster. Like she kind of found this cursed object that turned mm-hmm. her into a monster. And it's, uh, it's such a cute story. Um, and then another one that's called Wash Day Diaries by Jamila Rouser and Robin Smith, who did the illustrations. And this is about four Black women. And it really isn't just about them washing their hair. Like it's kind of, they're each like slice of life. It's four friends. Each one gets like a story from their perspective and, and their hair care is part of it, Mm -hmm. but it's also like about their dating and like kind of friends who are, you know, kind of returning to being friends. And like one of them was a really accurate portrayal of like how someone can look all together, but they are actually having like an, a full on like panic attack and it's handled really well. I mean, it could, I mean, yeah, it, it could not totally be triggering. I think it was like, it was portrayed in such a way that just really made sense and was handled really well. So that is, yeah, the wash day diaries. And those were my favorite books, I think of this year. That's so, but I also I mean, just thought of like three more that I, I was going to say that is like, that had to be the hardest category for you. Cause you yeah. have to like, you know, pick your favorite. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. How about you? All right. So I just have three for mine. Um, my, our first one was one we talked about on, uh, on our actual book yeah. club, which was a Caribbean heiress in Paris by Adriana Herrera. I genuinely loved, loved this book. So good. And it is one that I have thought about since we've read it, um, mm-hmm. back in March. And so I just like had to give it a shout out again. Cause I don't know if it's been making its round its way on end of year best of list. Yeah, but it's been showing up. It's like yeah. Some, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. You know what though? She had another book, a contemporary romance called on, on the hustle. That was really good too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of like splitting the difference almost like I've, seen, yeah. I've been seeing both of them pop up on different lists. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then um, I loved Meet Me in the Bathroom, which yeah. is uh, a docu. It was also made into a documentary this year as well mm-hmm. that I didn't mention um, previously. I completely, actually, completely forgot, even though I've watched it twice now. Um, but the book is over 600 pages about the um, New York music scene from 1999 to 2011, yeah. and it is. So it was such a great book. It was so interesting. I learned these are bands I love, but it's all an odd. It's all um, interviews and uh, so conversations. Cool. So you're getting it from the actual bandmates perspective or in like some uh, some journalists, but mostly just from the band. So I it's love so that sort cool. of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, uh, full disclosure, she is also a friend of the pod. But my next pick <laughs> is I have to give a shout out to The Accidental Pinup by Daniel Jackson. That's so nice. Loved this book. Um, <laughs> and you guys can go and get it at you can go to freshfiction.com and find it or Amazon or yeah. your favorite local bookseller, Anderson's um, big, yeah. big fan. If you order from Anderson's, I will go sign it. I yes. will like, you can put it in the comment and I will sign it. I will personalize it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really sweet. Thanks. Yeah. Man. And it genuinely was really one of <laughs> my favorite you. books this year. It was really good. And it's, and I'll tell you why, because it's so cool to get to read your friend's voice mm-hmm. and see, like, see that come to life and see that yeah. like on the page. So I just, that's I just fun. always love that. And so, yeah. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> it was oh, a big I year for you. It. Yes, it was. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Let's go on to some miscellaneous stuff, just other stuff. And let me see. Okay. So this was the year that I really embraced vitamin string quartet. Like I, I, you know, I watched 
Bridgerton and was like, okay, what's going on here? All these pop songs, um, but just instrumental. And then, so yeah, I really just, I have like a full playlist. That's just like everything of theirs. And it is, there's something very comforting about like knowing what this song is, but then also not having words. The lyrics. Yeah. So that's really nice. So yeah, anything and everything vitamin string quartet, they usually put something out almost every year where it's just like the hits of the, the previous year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so just follow them on Spotify or Apple music. Wherever Do you, you have a specific, um, like group that you like that they've covered mm. or band or song? I don't know. That's a great question. You know what I have, they did, I mean, a, a while ago, but they did a, like, they've done like Michael Jackson, they've done mm-hmm. Queen, they've done David Bowie. Like I really have liked those as well. But then also like, I love, you know, like they did, they've done like Billie Eilish and they've done even like Doja Cat, you know? Yeah, they and did just, that Doja Cat one. Like, yeah. That. So that one, like, it's really, yeah, they're just really good. They're really fun. They are. I also think Renaissance by Beyonce is like her best album in a very long time. Like start to finish, you can, there are like no skips. Like, yeah. It is definitely like an album. Like you yeah. need to, you have they, to it all transitions. Like there, there are no like song breaks. It all transitions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's her love letter to like the different stages of dance music. It's really cool. And then the podcast that, I mean, it's not a new podcast, but it has a new host, but it's been a minute by, it's an NPR podcast. It used to be hosted by Sam Sanders, but he has since moved to Vulture. And so the new host is Brittany Luce, who hosted one of my absolute favorite podcasts called For Colored Nerds that became Mm -hmm. the nod and then went back to being For for Colored Nerds, which also ended this, uh, like officially ended again. But now I still get to hear her on It's Been a Minute and she's doing a really great job. So those are my miscellaneous picks. <laughs> awesome. Those are great. So I did a little, a little bit of everything too. So I picked a, a an album that I loved, which was wet leg by wet leg. <laughs> this is, they're an English band. I think they're English or they're Australian, but they're okay. from another country. The it's like 10 or 11 songs. It's pure pop. It's or not pop. So it's fun. like pure, like indie rock pop. It's Mm -hmm. so fun. Two girls singing. It's just, they have a, their main Mm -hmm. single was Shay's lounge and it's just uh, like a boppy little boppy song. And it's really great. Um, Another, I also got really into, I'm always into podcasts, always and forever. Um, I will teach you to be rich by Ramit Sethi was one that Cliff and I got really into this last year. Um, It's just a podcast that interviews couples that are in different stages in their financial journey, but it also ha- comes from a therapy background. He has a therapy background mm-hmm. as well. So he really just gets into the psychological elements as it, of it as well, which I thought was, I find really, really interesting because yes, people can just fight about their money and not being able to talk about it, but he gets into like, why can't you talk about it? Yeah. What is the root cause of this issue? So I That's really great. love that. And we listen to it pretty much every weekend. Articles of interest is a podcast. I think I don't remember which network it's from, but it is about uh fashion industry. And Ooh. so every episode, they've got four seasons, three seasons that are just like pure. Every episode is a different fashion take. So I've they've had episodes about plaid, they've had episodes about um denim, they've mm-hmm. done like uh pa- not pantyhose, I just made that up. But their last season they just did was a full season on the history of American prep. 
And it was, it's like seven episodes. It's so interesting. It's so good. I highly recommend it. I learned like, you know, the the evolutions of the American Ivy all the way to how the Japanese in the eighties and nineties are the ones that revived it and brought it back. And so like the American prep we see now is actually a Japanese product. Oh my god! Yeah. So it's just like stuff like that, that I had no idea about. And, and um, yeah, it was just really, really fascinating. Um, I love that you just brought this up because I was listening to it's been a minute with Brittany mm-hmm. Luce, and she was talking about dark academia and oh. like the rise of dark academia kind of started secret history but even like seeing it now like on like a show like Wednesday and she had the articles of interest lady on and I would like nice. wrote it down this morning yes. where I was like oh my gosh I need to listen to this because like I I am obsessed with dark academia. So yeah. um, I yeah, highly recommend, yeah, go for it. Like you can yeah. listen to the first episodes or just do the prep season. Yeah. Like, I've been, I did the prep season first and now I've been going back and listening to the other ones. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. They had an episode on children's clothing. Like it's just so cool. <laughs> I loved it. I had a great time. Yeah. Um. Another, this is one that I will always and ever, forever recommend. I did not realize that I have been listening to this podcast for over 10 years. Wow. <laughs> it is, a, it's a much, it's a pretty old podcast. Um, mm-hmm. You must remember this, which is a classic Hollywood uh, podcast. This past season they did this year was about the erotic 80s. So they explored mm-hmm. everything from films made in like 1978 all the way to like early 90s. But they, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote, erotic 80s. Yeah. Um, and it was just Karina Logworth is incredible film historian. She's got such great perspective and she has really great voice actors on it because she's married to Ryan Johnson who mm-hmm. um, did all the Star Wars films. Yeah. And so he comes on and, and like talks about stuff and then she'll bring on um, different like actors to do the voice work. So That's it's just cool. really, really cool podcast. Um, I also really love Spectacle, which is uh, a podcast by Mariah Smith, where she each season talks about something else. They did the, this this season for 2022 is about true crime, um, mm. the, the evolution and rise of true crime industry. And mm-hmm. there's like eight or nine episodes about that, which are really great. And she they're very short, 30 minutes. Yeah. So you can just like inhale. Awesome. Um, yeah. This one I had to push it out for us, which is The Missing Pages. This is a, a podcast yeah. about literary scandals. Oh, nice. So if you yeah. wanted to learn more about James Fry, there's a whole episode about <laughs> a million little pieces in there. And then um, I, a throwback, a band that I rediscovered this year or discovered for myself was uh, the Pixies. So I've been oh. listening to a lot of Pixies now they live Hi. in Seattle. Just gotta be grimy and gringy. We both were like, kind of like, Ooh, we didn't watch anything or do anything. <laughs> and we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, we did. Um, so we should just be quiet. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> but now that you know, you being our collective listeners, you're, what you're reading, watching and listening to over the holiday break, we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be back to exchange gifts. Yeah. I guess we'll just open them. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So Danielle and I are back. Yes. We're here. Um, we sent each other because it's the holiday season. We sent each other some fun little gifts that we thought the other person would really enjoy. And now we are doing our little gift exchange. I know I'm like moving mine around. I'm already starting, but I just like making like cutting noises Mm -hmm. here with my tiny little sewing. So, okay. So we're just opening them both at the same time. Yeah. Love it. Gwen came in a nice big box. So excited. I'm so excited. Oh, I keep going. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's like, oh, I know this is great. So it has a very nice gift or I mean, gift message. 
that I'm not going to read, but I'm going to, I'm going to look at it. (laughs) I was like, I don't even remember what I wrote. (laughs) It's from Lizzie Kate, which is your local tea place. Mm -hmm. Here, I'm going to move my mic a little. And it looks so nice. Oh my gosh. It came in like a cute box. That was what I was really Well, I'm trying to be like, I'm like trying to, I should say there was green and blue tissue paper and it's in a gold box with snowflakes on it. It's so cute. My cats are going to love this green stuffing. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. This looks amazing. Okay. So we've got Moroccan mint, which like, yes, please. Mm -hmm. So it's tea from Lizzie Kate. I said that I'm saying it again. Okay. Moroccan mint, cranberry hibiscus, masala chai. Oh my gosh. Yes. And St. Nick's tea. So like a black tea, a Christmassy tea. Mm -hmm. And it's so nice. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. And there should be, I think there was one more thing in there maybe. Oh, let me see. Oh my gosh. I just like moved stuff But maybe in the, might be in the other box. In the box. In the box. I think. No. Just those guys? Okay. Okay. No, I don't know. Okay. Is it little or is it? Oh, and a book. Oh my God. Right there it is. Okay. I was like, yes. there's something little in 33 that. leaves of tea, a pocket tea tasting journal. That is great. Yeah. <gasps> I love you have this. all your teas. And now this way you can I be have like, so many. This Trader Joe's one I like, or this one I don't. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. This is really great. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. You're That's welcome. Like perfect. I'm going to make some tea as soon as we're done. Good. Awesome. So yeah. excited. I Thank was so I was so excited because they had that holiday selection and I was like, oh yes, this is the one. Yeah, this is is great. I mean, I know what I'm having. I'm having St. Nick's tea on Christmas morning. Yes. And they're great. great. The instructions are all on the little um, label. Easy to follow. I'm setting them up in front of me so I can just stare at them. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. That's so great. Okay. Yes. Go, go, go. Okay. So I have pulled out from... One bag. Yes. Another bag. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a, ooh, fun. This is a felt flower kit. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so excited. You're going to get crafty. Yeah, I am. And you're going to get pictures of me being crafty. I can't wait. Yeah. We'll have to share them on Instagram or something. Oh, this is so cool. So it's a whole kit and it's got instructions. So I, if I get lost, I can follow mm. that. Oh, good. It's got YouTube. That's very important. Ooh, that's nice. Oh, and it's going to be so cute. So yeah. um, it is a bunch of, it looks like sunflowers and some daisies. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be in like a little felt uh, vase. And it looks so yeah. cute. So well, cute. Can't wait to show you when I do it. Yay. Okay. And then I have a second one. Yes. Love it. Yeah. 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 We were both in the same sort of. I know we were in the same zone. Yep. 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 Oh, I love it. Okay. So this is a, you already have the answers. 365 questions to reveal your greatest strengths. It's a gratitude journal. Yes. And so this was on, I should say friend of the pod, Kate Spencer on forever 35. They interviewed the art she's really she's an artist but also the author of that gratitude journal and it was such a great um interview I'm gonna I'm like looking it up right now so I make sure I get her name oh yeah we can put it in there 
Gratitude journal and also link to the episode. Amanda Dibert. Yes, Amanda Dibert. She is a really great, she has been like working on comics and stuff and she's an artist. Her wife is an artist. Like they're really lovely. And the interview was just so great. Let me, I'm making this note right now. Forever 35. Gratitude I also love, journal. It also matches my one line a day journal. Oh, does it? Oh, it's yeah. I mean, I planned sort of, that. Yeah, I totally. It's the same sort of like. It print. really is. <laughs> How fun. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah. Gratitude journal episode. I love it. I'm so excited to get into this. I love the prompts and they're also like the space isn't huge. So you have to, yeah, you have to just be concise and get your thoughts out and not, mm. and not get caught up in like your own insecurities of like ruining a new journal. You know, you just got to yeah. write it down. And just like the part of it that I really like, it like you already have the answers. Like it's really, the prompts are supposed to be like, really like introspective and like making you kind of embrace different things about yourself. And, and I feel like we talk about this a lot and journaling and gratitude and all of that. So I hope you enjoy it. I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Yay. Thank, so yeah, much joy. thank you. I know <laughs> this has been such fun. That was great. That was early Christmas for us. Yay. But <laughs> just so fun. Okay. Now let's talk about our goals. Yes. Let's do so it. So last episode, I said I needed to clean my desk and I did. Yes. Um, in fact, I cleaned my entire house and I made my roommates help me. Mm-hmm. They're very um, helpful. No, it was, it was the day after I'm going to tell the story. It was the day after Thanksgiving. And we were, I was like, if we are putting up Christmas decorations, we have to clean this whole house. And so we did, we really cleaned so much so that I suggested Gwen and I reschedule one of our podcast recordings for the day after Thanksgiving. And I just completely ignored <laughs> all of my alerts and mm-hmm. the Slack messages. Cause you I were was focused. Like, oh no. Yeah, no. I mean, we were in it. Um, mm-hmm. We needed it and our house is so clean, but I will say my desk is still a mess, but it was one of those things. Cause I did clean. I took everything off. I dusted, I wiped it down, but now that it's the holidays, it is like the holidays have exploded yeah, all right over my desk and like on the floor behind me. Like it's just so, but it is contained. We have kept the house pretty nice. So it's contained. The yes. chaos is contained to my office, which is its normal state. But I did <laughs> like, actually I did do what I said. It is just now it's a new mess, which mm-hmm is life I think manageable mess <laughs> it's a maintainable mess maybe I don't know yeah hopefully hopefully yeah. once I get I think once I get through wrapping I'm gonna clean everything again yeah. and go from there Perfect. okay so again I'm sorry I forgot <laughs> it was totally fine it was totally fine everybody I just went right back to sleep so it was cool <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs> got up and had a, a snack it was awesome yeah Perfect. Perfect Okay. How about you? How, how are you on your goal? So my goal was to wash my face every night so that I could start using my fancy Lemur, uh, face wash. And I did it. I started doing it a couple of days ago. So it's been, that has been good. So I will not say that I stuck to that, but I did think about it for a very long time and hopefully we'll continue to do it after these last few days. Good, good, good. Um, but yeah, so my new goal though, is I am going to start prepping my big project for 2023. Is this like a work project or a personal project? This is a personal project. Oh my God. No, I'm doing a little personal project. So I have decided that I, I have these really great cookbooks um, Mm -hmm. that my brother has given me the last couple of years since I got married. And like, 
I don't tend to, like, I love recipes, but I don't tend to like use cookbooks. I just kind of mm-hmm. like find whatever I find, but I've been thumbing through the test kitchens cooking for two cookbook. And I have decided that I want to cook every single recipe in that Ooh, cookbook next year. Fun. So that's going to be my big project. Is, that's amazing. And then figuring out like what I'm going to do with that. Like if that's content that needs to go up somewhere, or if that's yeah. just like for me to have done a pro to finish like a big project. But yeah. So it's over 600 recipes. Whoa. <laughs> that I will be, that you guys will get to hear about. Yes. Danielle, you get to hear about all the time. I can't wait. Doing it all next year. So that's my big goal is to start prepping for that. So prepping just means getting like the right tools for mm-hmm. it. Um, making, figuring out what like recipe, well, just not that part, but also like if I want to get a journal for it, or if I just want to document it online. Haven't yeah. I mean, are you going to go like one by one? Are you going to just like go start to finish? Or are you going to pick and choose? Like, exactly. There's yeah, so much. Oh, I love this. Mm-hmm. 600 recipes. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a, and the good thing is like a lot of them are sides. So I was like, oh, that'll be easy. Oh, perfect. Like, you know, like great. there's like a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. vegetable dishes. So I was like, oh, I can just like do two of those at once. That'll be easy. Yeah. But oh. it's like the big elaborate meal that I'm like, oh, okay. We'll have to work up to that. That's <laughs> going to be fun. That is an awesome goal. I love yeah. this. <laughs> Okay. My, yeah, my new goal is I have accidentally in love book two copy edits. And so I need to go through them. And I ran into this issue last time for the accidental pinup, but for whatever reason, I get copy edits during the holidays. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I will say they gave me like a, a deadline and I said, no, thank you. <laughs> Can I please have some more time? <laughs> I would and, like more, please. Thank you. And they did. They were my editor was very lovely and gave me another week. And I was like, yes, that I can do. Um, but I was just like, I also I know two things. One is the holidays are just always, there's always unforeseen busyness. But then also like nowhere is open, including no my publisher. Yeah. I was like, they're done. So they're like, even if I do season. finish it and I send it in, they won't be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, that's just me being a snot. No, I, I did. I asked, and I, you know, I was like to my agent, I was like, can I please say no, thank you. And she was like, yes. So I was like, okay, fine. Um, no, they were really lovely about it. So yeah. And I think I'm going to, it'll be fine. I've been going through it and it is, it is just so interesting because every time you get copy edits, you were just like, do I know how to write a sentence? <laughs> no. No. Do I have any concept of time? No. Thank goodness for people like copy editors who pay attention. They're like, you said Tuesday on this in this paragraph. And, but apparently that? it's Saturday, really, you know, two paragraphs later. And I'm just like, you're right. But also, how did so many people read this book and not notice? You know, mm-hmm. it's wild. It's wild. It's wild the way the brain works when you're like reading your own work. So but yeah, that is my goal. My goal is to get that done hopefully by the end before kind of the major onset of the holidays. So then I do have time post holidays to go through it again, you know, nice. and really yeah, before you send it out. double check my work before I send it in. So that is what I'm working on to make sure you've got your Tuesdays and Sundays straight. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, or like sometimes it's like someone was wearing glasses and it's like, they haven't had glasses this whole book. And I'm just like, you're right. When did I give them glasses? Why? They've been Why on their head the whole time. Yeah, That's right. You always <laughs> lose them. It's so wild. Um, okay, so what's bringing you comfort this week? 
So this week, because it's the holiday season and I just really love to have bubble guts, um, eggnog lattes are what's bringing me joy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, do They're you so drink, do you drink eggnog like on its own? No, I was okay. just talking to somebody about this yesterday, actually, yeah. how like, I love eggnog ice cream. I love like eggnog lattes. I'll have like eggnog flavored stuff, but like to yeah. just drink a glass of eggnog like the, the texture is too, it's too thick. It's too sweet. There's too much happening. Like, I don't, can I tell you my husband, one of my husband's absolute favorite things in the whole world is eggnog. And it makes me question my life choices Mm -hmm. because I'm just like, this is so gross. And last year, so, you know, and of course, so of course, Ivy is like, I don't like eggnog either, like mama. And Mm -hmm. my husband (laughs) was like, you've never even had it. Like you may like it. She might like it. And so I was like, you know what? It's true. I was like, okay, I'll take one for the team. So he gave us like very small pours, like not even a shot glass worth of eggnog. And I mean, I drink it and I was just like, mm-hmm, it's so good. It's not good. And Ivy had like the same, re- like, you know, it was like, okay, she did try it. Like we have to give yeah. her credit. She tried it and she was like, not for me. Not for her. No, no. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so when it does go up in the, you know, kind of like in November, you start seeing it like more. Yeah. And so like, and whenever he sees it at the grocery store, he gets it and it's we're just over. like, cool and every day almost every day you want some eggnog no why would we want some it's like my dad my dad's like that he loves eggnog and he's just like you guys want some eggnog like never in my life (laughs) do I want that it was like when do you think we're gonna say yes it's never it's never gonna happen (laughs) never gonna happen are you making me my dad too why is it a dad thing my dad dad loves eggnog as well like oh gross and it's like Um, they're not but yeah oh no no thank you But okay. flavored things, big fan. Okay, I Here we go. Yeah. love your comfort. Okay, I have a story. Of course, okay. I have a story. Okay, my comfort this week are Doritos 3D Crunch Snacks. Love them. These are my favorite. Keep going. Tell me Which, more. Like, don't really exist anymore, but they do kind of. So I think I mentioned this before. My husband is an engineer. He works for a company that makes drink machines, which means he works with a lot of, like, food companies Ah. and like convenience stores Mm -hmm. and like gas station stores for some reason someone found like a like a pallet of Doritos 3D crunch snacks they are not from like the original 1999 yeah they're in the bag yeah they are in a bag they are like they were made within a an appropriate amount of time, but they, I mean, he was telling me just this morning, he was like, no, no, no you, we need to eat those. They're not going to be good soon. Like they are, they do have a shelf life and he's like, you know, we need, yeah. He's like probably over winter break. We need to put a dent in them. I was like, well, I mean, we have a box of them. They, we honestly have like eight bags mm-hmm. of Doritos 3d crunch snacks. Um, then the classic nacho cheese flavor, yes, they're, so, they're good. so good. They're like puffed corn <laughs> snacks. <laughs> They have um, little, they're like ridged, like they're great. They're so, they're like, if they're like, if uh, a Chex mix exploded, almost like a little Chex piece, like it's kind of puffed up and it was covered. They are, they're puffy. They're just so, I mean, like, why did these go off the market? I don't understand. So that is what's, yeah. And we've been eating too many of them, but they're really delicious and they're salty. Oh, they're just so good. Okay. They're so good. They're fun to eat too, which I really yeah. enjoy. You know what else too, though, is I don't eat that many because they are puffy. They, you feel like you're eating a lot of them when you're not, 
which mm-hmm. makes me happy. Um, yeah, but even like Ivy, Ivy has learned though, she does not take them in her lunch because they crush easily. Yes, they're very fragile. Um, yes. So this is like a special like treat at, at home, home only. Uh, at home, like sometimes at the like before dinner for her little afternoon snack. She's mm-hmm. we've talked about this. Ivy's very big on snacks. Like if she doesn't get a snack, she's very I think it's more just the ritual of a snack than it is actually eating a snack. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I think I've told, have I told this that like for a while we had to convince her that all of her dinner was a snack. Like when she was like real, like when she was like three, we had to be like, no, 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 look, it's small. And everything was like in little bowls, like mm-hmm. her little snack bowls. We were like, no, 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 this is, this is this not is dinner. This is a snack. This is just a little tiny bit of chicken. It's a snack. Yeah. And she'd be like, oh, okay. You know, she's like, oh, okay. It's a snack. She's just an elegant lady. She's a 30 year old in a two year old's body at that point. Yeah. <laughs> she's also a grazer. She like grazes mm-hmm. and that is not, I'm like, I'm going to eat my food. And she's yeah. like, oh, I'll just have a little bit now. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to go do a thing. And I'm going to come back and have some more. And like sometimes dinner, dinner, like Zach and I will be done. And Ivy will, we're like, wait, what have you been doing? She's like this whole time. Yeah. She's like talking and watching. And she was like, one day she was like, I was, I was watching you eat. And I was like, that's a creepy kid comment. I don't like it. No, it was fine. I was just watching Uh, you eat mommy. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, yeah. So anyway, 3d Doritos, 3d crunch snacks. So good. Huge highly fan. recommend. When we were <laughs> driving up here to move from Dallas to to Washington, that was like my favorite road snack. Were those three D crunch snacks? I was like buying the bags. Cliff, Cliff hates them. He's like these are. He feels that about eggnog or about the how I <laughs> yeah. feel about eggnog. He feels about those crunch wraps. <laughs> they're so and good. They're What's so good with him. I know. He's like, Get a real Dorito. And I was like, no, they're delicious. <laughs> no, they're so good. Um, that's really yeah. I mean, but I they're really. I mean, I'm glad you found some because they are. Are like hard to find like mm-hmm. it's not like they they haven't like completely stopped making them but they are just not no. they are very specific market like they have a very specific market and they are not everywhere so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay what a random thing to love <laughs> you're delicious anyway. I can't help it well this was delightful this was delightful so but you know fun. <laughs> nearing the end so you guys can always follow us on all the socials at fresh fiction you can find me at real vixen on twitter and instagram and you can find me at d jackson books also on twitter and instagram i joined hive but i don't i haven't made it a habit yet i need to work on that yeah me too i'm also waiting for my approval for post social as soon as i can get off the waiting list for that Mm -hmm. we'll see what new socials we end up at but you can also email us directly at podcast at freshfiction.com and please remember to subscribe follow rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps and we um we'll see you in 2023 we're excited about the different um episodes we have planned for you guys Mm -hmm. for next year we're also really excited about bringing um new things doing some repeats and then also just sharing our goals and comforts with you guys for another year and and I guess in the time, in the spirit of that, we're very thankful that you yes. have been listening. So, to us so grateful. Well. I know. And if you celebrate happy holidays, if not enjoy Sagittarius season, mm-hmm. um, I have some, a lot of people in my life who are Sagittarius and they are embracing their time. Um, and should. I love them all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. <laughs>